next on the 5 o'clock report. He did not say any of this to me. Make it back home and uh, wait for uh, my wife to have a baby. This was a gift from God, and I tried to be in my best. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good evening and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Greg Gillespie. When four feet of snow melts, where does the water go? After a blizzard and hurricane-force winds, flooding may be next. In preparation, the New York state government has made more than 775,000 sandbags available, as well as 300 generators and dozens of pumps for areas along the Great Lakes where the snow melt could produce flooding. Meanwhile, folks are back on the streets in Buffalo, although the mayor says it should be held for only those who absolutely have to be out. If you don't need to drive, please don't. Mayor Byron Brown encourages you to diminish your travel over the next day or two because 400 pieces of equipment are working around the clock to clear leftovers from the blizzard. There's been a bit of sniping between the county and the city. That's heated up. I just don't want to see this anymore. I'm sick of it. I'm a city resident myself. I live in the city of Buffalo, and it pains me to see the other 25 towns and two small cities opened in times when the city isn't. Mayor Brown, though, says that pollen cars shouldn't be using news conferences to air gripes over the city's snow-clearing efforts. As tough and as strong as the county executive could be in a news briefing, he did not say any of this to me on the phone or face-to-face. I want you to just process that in your minds for a moment. A key point of this storm, Palancart says the number of people who have died in western New York to weather-related causes is now up to 40. The National Guard is still checking houses for potentially more victims. There could have been more if it hadn't been for William Kless and his friends. The Buffalo resident has been making the media rounds after he and his friends made 50 snowmobile rescues this week. When we took the snowmobiles out, me and my buddies, we expected just to get a few done and it just turned into nonstop for three days and so many people in need of just food and shelter and warmth. As folks headed back to the store to stock back up, Some of them had to wait because the trucks that supply the stores have also been delayed this week. Quick and get some uh, essentials for my family and uh, make it back home and uh, wait for uh, my wife to have a baby. She's kind of next couple days she's due, so I want to make sure we have everything at home. News 4 talked with that shopper. Stores say that their supplies are heading back toward normal as the delivery trucks are able to get out and around. It's nighttime in Ukraine. Residents there are braced for another night of shelling. In the past 24 hours, air raid sirens have sounded as 120 Russian missiles were fired on seven cities, mostly on civilian targets. We're getting reports uh, from uh, officials across the country that Russia has launched another wave of missiles uh, targeting cities across Ukraine. Explosions have been reported in many regions across the country, uh, and uh, officials are saying that this is because air defense has been activated. Ukraine claims that it's shooting down about half of the incoming Russian missiles. Debris from those in-air explosions, though, are still causing damage on the ground. Israel has a new prime minister. 
And he's a familiar prime minister, too. Benjamin Netanyahu was sworn in today to start his third term as Israel's leader. Voters there elected him and his conservative majority into the parliament with 64 of 120 seats controlled by his Likud party. He can form a government after Israel's fifth election since 2019. Brazilian soccer star Pele has died. The football legend was 82. In an interview, he gave God credit for the talents he had to excel at the sport that he helped so many to love. I feel very comfortable because uh, something I cannot answer was why God gave me this, you know, you know this uh, gift. <laughs> this was a gift from God. And I try to be in my best. I got to, to respect people. Pele died from cancer today at a hospital in Sao Paulo. Still to come on this Thursday, don't let your generosity get scammed. 3,000 pounds of confetti and remembering meaningful people we lost in 2022. Good evening. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. For the night tonight, partly cloudy across eastern Pennsylvania, partly to mostly cloudy elsewhere. Could be a couple of sprinkles in western New York. Mild, though, low temps, mid-30s to the mid-40s, and up to near just over 50 tomorrow. With clouds, some sunshine, a couple of scattered light showers. Saturday's cloudy, mild rain at times, high in the 40s and low 50s, and continued mild with some rain at times Saturday night into Sunday. Now for more of what's happening where you live in New York and Pennsylvania. People from both states want to help those affected by the blizzard of 22. But just because you're asked to help doesn't mean your donation will actually go to these folks. Beware of fraudulent requests for money. Experts say most real charities will not send you a text, email, or phone call asking for a donation. If you want to help, you're better to send a donation through the mail or to the official website of an established organization or or through your network of churches. The Better Business Bureau is reviewing fundraisers related to the winter storm so the communities impacted can receive help quickly, but so donors don't get scammed. The New York state government is investigating the huge utility company. The state's Public Service Commission is expanding its investigation into billing errors for New York State electric and gas customers. The Department of Public Services says it saw an unusual spike in the number of customer complaints, 60 percent more in 2022 than in the two previous years combined. The grievances range from incorrect bills to very late bills. Customers can still submit complaints but the DPS advises people should try to resolve the issue with the utility. If unsuccessful, people should get in touch with the Office of Consumer Services to file a complaint. Brandon Dixon, Family Life News. Thanks, Brandon. They're not old enough to drive a car, but they were taken into custody for stealing a car. Rochester police recovered a stolen Cadillac taken from a repair shop. When the car was stopped on Wilkins Street, three children ran from the car, and they were taken into custody after foot chases. Two 14-year-old boys and a 13-year-old girl were charged with possession of stolen property. One of the boys is also suspected of other burglaries in the area this week. The vacant Holiday Inn in Gates, New York, apparently has been featured on a social media challenge. It takes us away from other things, other crimes that are happening in the town. So it's a drain on 
resources as well. Sergeant James Coughlin says that the trespassers are risking their own safety. Roofs leaking, ceilings caving in, there's holes in the floor and hazardous dust. So we really want to encourage people to stay out of there for their own safety. The property owner tells News 10 a security firm has been hired to keep away curious kids. In Harrisburg, one of the biggest classes of first-time lawmakers will be sworn in at the Pennsylvania legislature. Nearly 50 new members will join the state house in January. Newcomers make up about a fourth of that chamber. Six people will be sworn into the state senate for the first time. Among the fresh faces for 2023 and 2024 are lawyers, community activists, and the first physician to join the PA legislature in nearly 60 years. Next at five, as we move toward the end of 2022, we recall the people and events of the year. For our Thursday evening feature, we take a couple of minutes to remember some of the people who passed away in the past 12 months. This collection is less about obituaries, but rather a celebration of some fascinating lives. They call me Mr. Tibbs. We have lost an icon. Trailblazing actor Sidney Poitier. Bob Saget, the comedian actor known as America's Dad, found dead in his hotel room. We are remembering, of course, a rock legend. Meatloaf. Oscar-winning actor William Hurt died today. Madeleine Albright, the first woman to serve as U.S. Secretary of State, has died of cancer. The country music world is mourning the death of superstar Naomi Judd. How am I funny? Just, you know how you tell a story. Actor Ray Liotta has died. Now we remember Paul Sorvino. We are also remembering the life of NBA great Bill Russell. It's time for Dodger Baseball. Lynn Scully passed away at 94 years old. The voice who provided the soundtrack of summer. Hi, everybody, and a very pleasant Sunday to you, wherever you may be. Actress, singer, songwriter, and legend, Olivia Newton-John has passed away. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Russian state media is reporting that Mikhail Gorbachev, the last president of the Soviet Union, died today. Loretta Lynn, a beloved country music artist, has passed away. Actress Angela Lansbury has died at the age of 90. Hello, cheers. This is how most of America knew Kirstie Alley's name. Fleetwood Mac singer Christine McVie has died. A few moments ago, Buckingham Palace announced the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Britain's longest reigning monarch has died. When Her Majesty the Queen died this afternoon, a little piece of all of us died with her. My whole life, whether it be long or short, shall be devoted to your service. She has lived so well and set examples for every one of us to follow. Service in life, hope in death. All who follow the Queen's example and inspiration of trust and faith in God can with her say, we will meet again. That collection of sound and stories was produced by Family Life's Bob Price. Please join him and others from the Family Life News team for a special half-hour retrospective on the year. That's at noon tomorrow, including more of the sounds from 2022, plus our local countdown of our top news stories for the year, worldwide, national, and here in Pennsylvania and New York. Our Family Life Year in Review, Friday in the noon hour. And now, time for your stock market report, presented by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks move solidly higher today with one final day of trading left in 2022. 
Speculation that selling this week was focused around investors' tax loss harvesting before the end of the year may have driven some rebound buying. After a several rough day stretch for Apple, the company saw its stock rally 3%. Other big names seeing even larger surges, including Tesla at 8%, Ford at 5.3%, and Netflix at 5.1%. Oil today relatively unchanged at $78 a barrel. The Dow rose 345 points, the S&P 500 adding 66, and the Nasdaq rallied 2.5% to climb 264 points. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at ambassadoradvisors.com. Hi, I'm Rob West with your Money Wise Minute. Fewer than a quarter of folks in the average church congregation tithe. It seems the wealthier we become, the less we give back to God. Most people say they'd like to tithe, but can't. Sometimes this is unavoidable, but too often it's simply from fear that they won't have enough. It's a form of spiritual bondage that prevents us from giving more. We don't trust God to provide. But our will is supposed to be aligned with God's, not opposed to it, yet we often make decisions that prevent us from giving more. In spiritual bondage, we let our fears dictate how much we'll give to God's kingdom. If you're struggling with fear, in earnest prayer, ask God to conform your will to His. He'll give you clear direction on how much you should give. We can help you learn to manage your money according to biblical principles when you download the free MoneyWise app. You'll find it on our website at moneywise.org. The 5 o'clock report continues on Family Life. Good evening. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life regional weather forecast. Well, we've said it before, I'll say it again. This coming New Year's weekend will bear little resemblance to the Christmas weekend past. It'll be mild, but it's going to be wet at times as the disturbance will bring us some rain on Saturday, likely lingering for New Year's Eve into New Year's morning. In the meantime, for the night tonight, partly cloudy across eastern Pennsylvania, partly to mostly cloudy elsewhere. It could be a couple of sprinkles in western New York. Mild, though, low temps, mid-30s to the mid-40s, and up to near just over 50 tomorrow. With clouds, some sunshine, a couple of scattered light showers. Saturday's cloudy, mild rain at times, high in the 40s and low 50s, and continued mild with some rain at times Saturday night into Sunday. Thanks, Kevin. Finally at 5, prepping for 2023. Today, it's the dress rehearsal for the giant confetti drop. Jeff Strauss of Countdown Entertainment says when the ball drops at midnight in Times Square, some 3,000 pounds of personalized confetti will fall. We've collected people's wishes on the Times Square New Year's Eve confetti. And so you can naturally, as the confetti is coming down, reach into the sky, grab a piece of confetti and read someone's wish. Tomorrow in New York City, it's a test drive for the giant Times Square Shine in the Dark crystal ball, which on Saturday night will mark the end of 2022 and the start of 2023. The giant ball covered with hundreds of Waterford crystals kind of matches the character of the heart of Manhattan, but across the years, other towns and cities have had midnight drops of other things which match the local history or personality. For example, Manhattan, Kansas calls itself the Little Apple, so it drops an apple. Along the South Carolina coast, Folly Beach drops a pair of flip-flops. Beaufort, North Carolina counts down with a falling pirate. Dillsburg, Pennsylvania drops, fittingly, a pickle. Perry, Georgia has a midnight buzzard. And in the cheese state of Wisconsin, revelers in Plymouth look up to watch an 80-pound wedge of cheese. And that's the world we live in. This 29th day of December, 
only two more days to go in 2022. As always, thanks for listening. I'm Greg Gillespie, Family Life News.